You're listening to Delight and Abide, episode 11. Are you a person who has kind of a gut intuition? Or maybe you're a person who really thinks a lot and has a really rich inner world. Maybe you're a person who really feels deeply and connecting to your emotions is pretty easy for you. Any of those ring any bells for you? Most of us fall into one of those categories. Myself, I am more of a gut person, but I definitely resonate with my head and my heart. And if you're unfamiliar with this concept, um, it's really just a holistic way of looking at ourselves. But more specifically, it's in the Enneagram, what we would call one of our triads or our harmony triad. What I love about this is that we can connect to one of those pieces in the triad really, really well. But if we really intentionally grow and work to develop the other two areas um, that maybe we're not as strong in, we can come to have a very well-rounded way of looking at things. For myself, you know, being a gut person, um, learning more to look at things from a logical point of view and to connect to my emotion as well as to listen to what my body is telling me. It really has given me just this more expanded way of looking at the decisions that I make and the responses that I have and that it really can give a lot of insight to where we get stuck. So today we're going to be talking about harmony triads and Hopefully after today's episode, you'll know a little bit more about which piece of the harmony triads you particularly feel strong in. And then we're going to talk a little bit about how to strengthen the other ones that you might feel like have potential for growth. So let's get started. often struggle with the feeling that we're speeding through life and at the end of the day we wonder where the time and our joy has gone welcome to delight and abide a podcast all about learning to pause slow down and live with more presence when we slow down who knows maybe we'll find the joy we've always longed for So without getting in the weeds too much about this, because I could totally geek out about this all day, um, but kind of to describe a little bit about what the Harmony Triad is and why it's important for us to consider that. So the Harmony Triad is um, sort of three distinct types within the Enneagram tool. And so three distinct centers, actually, I should say. And so each center encompasses three of the different Enneagram types. And so we have the gut center, which is type eight, nine, or one. We have the heart center, which is type two, three, or four. And then we have the head center, which is type five, six, or seven. And the reason why I feel personally why it's important to consider the harmony triads is because I think that sometimes when we use the Enneagram, we think about um, sort of our type, right? So I'm a type one. And then we think about what type, you know, the arrow system, the type that maybe I go in disintegration 
or unhealth would be type four. And the type that I go in integration or in health is type seven. But the thing that I kind of have a little bit of a problem with with the arrow system is that it kind of demonizes some of the numbers because then for me it would be I need to act less like my four self and more like my seven self and I actually really feel like resonating with four and resonating with seven is really beautiful and by using the harmony triad I get to balance the traits of those two types within myself so then I'm encompassing type one type four and type seven all together, and I get the intelligence of all three of my harmony uh, types or all three of the centers. So I really feel like this then helps us to engage with the world, um, decisions, our jobs, our kids, our relationships, etc., from a more holistic space because I really truly believe that like our bodies speak to us. And the first thing that comes to our mind that we think about is really important, and the emotions that we feel are really important. And when we kind of like push one of those aside for the sake of the other, we're really doing an injustice to ourselves in how we're made, right? We're made with all three of these centers in a way that really is beneficial to us to be able to um, respond to the world in an authentic way, but also live our lives in an authentic way, right? Um, I want to be able to connect to my emotions and to my thinking as well as my gut when I'm with my family members or with my kids or in my job or different things like that. The other thing that I think we need to remember, and I really think is actually the main thing, is that Jesus tells us to love our God with our hearts, our bodies, and our mind. And how can we do that if we have no awareness of those different parts of us? How can we do that if we only think that one part of us is okay and that the rest of the parts are not? We really want to take into consideration our hearts, our bodies, and our minds, right? Jesus said so. So within that, I think that even learning about the harmony triads from that perspective can just give us a lot of insight into how we can sort of rest deeper into our spirituality, rest deeper into our relationship with Jesus. So I really feel like the Harmony Triad is is something to pay attention to and to really, you know, I'm not going to tell you what to do, but really maybe consider what the arrow system does for you. For some of us, that might be a really, really helpful way to look at the Enneagram tool. And for some of us, it might feel similarly to how I felt, like it just felt like it was demonizing a part of me. Okay, so the centers let's see we're going to start talking about the different types of the center and while we have um maybe a strength in one again it's really important to build strength in the other ones a friend of mine um she talked about how she talks about it like a muscle like we have a really strong maybe some of us have a lot of upper body strength but we need to work on our lower body strength or our core um, where maybe some of us have core strength down, but we also need to work on our upper body and lower body. So it's really just thinking about um, what part of these tri- this triad do I feel really strongly connected to, and then how can I sort of build the strength in these other ones. So the first one, the gut triad, I'll remind you, is type 8, 9, and 1, and this is really gut intelligence, or sometimes people would refer to this as like instinctual intelligence. And so... Um, the ways that gut 
operates is that we see the world through kind of our instincts. And so we might be really attuned to our sensations in our body or like our body intelligence. I know for me, the way that this has shown up is like when I'm nervous, I actually feel it really intensely in my body. I feel like my heart will pound. My stomach will feel sort of a flutter with... (laughs) maybe not butterflies, maybe more like rhinos bouncing around in my stomach. Um, But I really feel the gut um, instinct in my body. I really feel that intelligence in my body. And so that's what the gut triad is, is eight, nine, and one, and really feeling that instinctual intelligence. And then we have the heart triad, which is type two, three, and four. And this is emotional intelligence. So our heart people are really connected to feeling, whether this is um, a mood that they have or an emotion that they have, they really see the world through the filter of emotional intelligence. And they're really, really dialed in to feelings and mood. Some um, people might feel um, that they can develop a really big sense of empathy for others because they really, really um, resonate with the feelings of other people. And so again, the heart triad type two, three, and four really tuned into emotional intelligence. And lastly, we have the head triad, which is type five, six, and seven, which is thinking intelligence, which kind of sounds redundant. (laughs) Um, But the people in this triad, they sort of see the world through their mental intelligence or their intellectual intelligence. Um, This might be um, insight or wisdom or being really able to think through things in a logical sense without emotion. Maybe they have a really good ability to really consider things um, maybe without being influenced by how something might feel for them. And so again, that's the head triad type five, six, and seven, really seeing the world through their thinking center or their thinking intelligence. So as I describe those, so I kind of went quickly through those, but as I describe those, which one of those kind of stands out to you. You can feel strong in all of them, honestly. Um, but oftentimes we do feel deeply resonated with one of those things. And actually for me, when I was growing up, um, I actually really felt connected to my head intelligence or my, um, thinking intelligence, which is funny because I'm a type one and type one is gut intelligence, but I really felt like my intellect and all of those things were like, important and those things were really strong for me. I had a very, very rich inner world of imagination and all that kind of thing. Um, But later when I learned more about what head intelligence or the head um, triad type was, um, I realized that as I was growing up, I actually had a very, very dialed in sense of of my instinct and of my gut, I often would have body sensations that I didn't really know how to explain or that I didn't know what to connect it to. I even have memories of like before the first day of school, I, the night before would be up, um, late sort of in worry or in nervousness for the first day of school. But it wasn't because I was overthinking and my brain was full of thoughts and all of that. It was because my stomach was just on the fritz. Like, I just felt it so deeply in my core. And I didn't realize until later when I was learning about the Enneagram that this was really my gut intelligence. This was my body telling me that something was going on. Oop, I just knocked my knocked my watch against the <laughs> desk. I'm passionately talking about this. Um, 
And then when I went into my master's degree to become a therapist later in life, um, really learning just how much our bodies speak to us, I just really resonated with that. Um, so once you discover your Enneagram style and you really like, let's say you're a type three and you like are like, whoa, I really do connect to my heart. Wow. Um, I think it's really important then to really consider what are what is the um, piece of the harmony triad that maybe you don't resonate with as much. And so for me, I felt like um, once I started to learn more about the centers, um, maybe I didn't connect to my head as much. I was very attuned to my gut and the physical sensations of my body. I was very attuned to my emotions, and I was also trained to be attuned to emotions in um, becoming a therapist. But I feel like my head, you know, that's the last place that I go. I don't tend to think through things logically. That is just a confession. I don't tend to um, sort of detach myself and take in the evidence and, and information and make sort of a sound decision from that place. I sort of decide from the sensations of my body and the emotions that I'm noticing. And so for me, as I think through the different types, I feel like maybe I'm not as connected to my head as I thought that I was, which isn't a bad thing. You know, kind of, we want to look at it more like a life journey of bringing these things into balance. Not so much that like, what's wrong with you? One of these things doesn't work for you kind of thing. Um, and so as you sit with this, just really thinking about like, which one of the centers do I really resonate with? Um, and which one do I not resonate with as much, or maybe I feel like is not as strong within me. Now you might be sitting here going, Aaron, I literally have no idea which one I connect to and that's okay. Totally fine. We can work with that. First, what I want you to consider is just even right now, noticing what is happening in your body. What do you notice happening right now in your body? What is happening in your head? What are you thinking? What are the things that are going through your mind? And how do you feel? What's the emotion that you could identify right now that you're feeling? And maybe rewind this podcast part and listen to that again. And after you've done that, really think about which one of those questions was easy for me to answer. I just knew right away, yes, this is what that is. And then think about what other one you had no idea. that I, When I asked, you were like, uh, I don't know. That will give you a little bit more of a clue as to which one you might feel stronger in. And, of course, if you know your Enneagram type, you might say, oh yes, I'm a five and I know I'm very attuned to my head type, 100%. Okay, so if you got it, you got it. If you don't, email me, DM me on Instagram. We can chat 100%. There is um, just different ways that we can figure this out. It's not just kind of like a, I want you to think of the Enneagram as a life and spiritual formation tool, but also as an ongoing exploration, just like sanctification is just like personal development is it's going to be a journey for your life. So don't feel like you have to have it down right now. I feel like some days I feel like I know exactly what I resonate with or what I, what is me. And then other days I'm like, huh? 
what is this? So (laughs) don't feel alone if you're feeling a little confused. We can totally talk through it. But one thing that I find incredibly um, helpful about the harmony triads is that it can give us insight into how we can deeply connect with the Lord. I love that so much. I mean, in anything that I'm going to talk about on this podcast or on any platform is my hope is to just point to Jesus, point to Jesus. And so with the harmony triad, this is really informative for how we connect to the Lord. And, um, it can also be really helpful. Um, if you are finding stuck, finding yourself stuck, sorry, not finding stuck. If you're finding yourself stuck in your relationship with God, the harmony triads can be really helpful for you to discover how to get unstuck because you might find that maybe one of the three centers you're not resonating with, and that could be where you feel stuck. Or maybe you are trying something that actually you don't resonate with because your type is very strong in a another center. So with gut intelligence, um, because we have such an instinctual, sensational um, awareness, we can really connect to God through prayer by our physical posture, um, kneeling with our hands raised. Um, I know for me, I really connect to prayer when I'm walking. And so doing something physically with our body, we're really aware of those sensations. One of the other things too, is like praying out loud versus trying to pray in my head. When I'm praying out loud, there's a physical experience of that. It's, um, vibrating in my chest. I'm taking breaths. Um, I can hear the sound. It's very physical. And so thinking about the different ways that you can kind of connect to God through your body, I think that's why for some people, maybe yoga or physical activity can feel like a spiritual exercise for them because they can sense God's presence with them as they're doing those things. And so um, thinking about that, offering our bodies to God in that way, can be the way that the gut intelligence, remember that's eight, nine, and one, can connect to the Lord. Think about then also your emotional intelligence. And again, this is two, three, and four. Um, And this is your heart center. And so this type really resonates with imaginative prayer, reading Psalms, and the emotional aspect of that. Um journaling, those kinds of things, um, really connecting to the emotional experience of your connection with God can be the way that you really resonate. Um, this could even be worship. This could be really just anything that kind of opens up your emotional center and helps you to become more attuned to God through that. Okay. And last but not least, we have the head center. Remember that's, um, type five, six, and seven. And this type experiences God through words. So this could be memorizing scripture, reading the Bible itself, kind of Bible study, um, Lectio Divina, um, those kinds of things, um, reading prayers from other people. Um, this could even be journaling, um, in the sense of I'm just writing down my thoughts. And so the head center really experiences God through that intellect and through the words, um, part of everything. And so as you're listening to all of those, again, I'm just continuing to want to ask you to reflect, like, as you listen to all of that, what of those spiritual practices, which is not exhaustive, there's obviously tons of other things you could do, but as you listen to those, those, um, descriptions, which types of spiritual exercises do you find yourself gravitating towards? 
And even thinking what things you gravitate towards, but maybe you don't jive with, you know, maybe there's something that some of your friends enjoy doing. And when you try it, it just doesn't land. And kind of thinking of that, like without judgment, but just looking at like, wow, okay, that's not the way that I was created to interact with God. Or maybe I'm just not really highly skilled or strong in that particular area. Totally okay. And so as you think of these, this triad and how that shows up in your life, I want, really want you to consider thinking through one area. So I want you to think of one spiritual exercise or one area of your life that you want to grow in. So this could be maybe I'm really attuned to, um, let's say, memorizing scripture. Let's say I'm a head type and I'm memorizing scripture and I really am just feel really strong in my thinking center, but I find it really, really hard to sort of um, journal my feelings. And so maybe that's something that you challenge yourself to try. Maybe you start off with just writing down the feeling words that you're feeling or a sentence. Or let's say if you are the heart type and um, you really resonate with that and you want to grow in maybe your intellectual center, maybe you decide that you want to start memorizing scripture. Just really thinking about, you know, in our spiritual formation, oftentimes we think that Christianity or faith in Jesus looks this way and this way only. It means women's Bible studies and serving at church and memorizing scripture and, you know, all of the kind of, I don't want to say stereotypical, but all of the the mainstream ways of connecting to God. And what if we explored something different? And I think that once we do that, we broaden our experience of God because instead of doing it the way that we think that it's supposed to be done, we do it in the way that God has created us to connect with him. I have friends who are highly, highly skilled in writing poetry and really connecting to that emotional part of them. I have friends who are incredible writers and write books and um, that sort of thing. And those are things that I would love to grow in. But when we can start with the area that we're strongest in and then pick a way to sort of venture out we're kind of slowly stretching that muscle. We're slowly learning like, oh, I'm really strong in my upper body, but I'm going to do a few core exercises to kind of begin the process of strengthening a different area. Do you want to learn how to do this? Do you feel like you need somebody to walk alongside of you as you do this? Maybe you have a lot of curiosity. Maybe this is really interesting to you, but you just feel stuck. I can help you with that. So shoot me a DM, head to PurposefulWay.com. We can definitely talk. But keep listening to this podcast because my hope is that through the different exercises that I do offer on here and the different ways that we experience God together, I'm helping you to grow in that area. I'm helping you to stretch a little bit. Okay? All right. Well, it was so good to spend this time with you, and I'm so honored that you would choose to listen to the Delight and Abide podcast as usual. If you ever have any questions, prayer requests, 
any of that. Um, shoot me a DM, DM, bleh, DM, man, talking is hard sometimes. Shoot me a DM on Instagram at purposefulway underscore or head to www.purposefulway.com and I'd love to hear from you.